Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the 4A podcast. And today we got a little bit of a special episode. It's it's a Christmas-themed episode since Christmas is right around the corner. And we will be giving our Christmas wishes for each and every MLB team. Um, I'm really excited to get into this. Uh, it was a great idea that we had, and and I'm very excited. How are you guys feeling? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Aiden, how are we doing? You got thumbs up all across the board. It's the holiday season, baby. Christmas. Especially for Giants fans. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that, yeah, let's before we get into our Christmas wishes, let's talk about what's been happening in the MLB a little bit. Let's kind of chop it up a little bit. Tom, how are the Giants doing? How are the Nats doing, loser? No. We, we just got Jeter um, down. So, hey, at least so, they actually uh, got a shortstop. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, you know, it's a tough, tough week, tough month, uh, tough last off couple season. of, yeah, tough whole off season. <clears throat> um, there's not much we can do at this point. Uh, everyone's gone. Um, and, and these, these three right here think that I'm the owner of the giants and I have a say in it. <laughs> I, I, it to us too. yeah, so yeah. Not, you do it, you do it to us. Like so we have to, yeah, we have to give it, it back. So it was a great pickup for you guys to go get Jeter downs. Thank Appreciate you. it. All right. I actually um, have some input. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Aiden, Aiden's been talking about Judah down since last offseason. He wanted us to trade Josh Bell for him. Josh Bell for him, yeah. And, and we ended up just kidding. Now we him. get him for free. Um, Although yeah, they so, might, there might be a trade. Like normally with uh, designations it, for assignment, you do have to a make a minor league trade. Or something. Yeah. But Nationals have been making little moves, so I, I'm pretty pumped about it. I mean, again, I'm not expecting a lot from the Nats this year, but they don't look – as bad as they did at the end of the 2022 season. In my what do you th- what do you think he's going to play? That's my question. Like maybe stick know. him in and play he's some You could Abrams? But, yeah, but oh, you have yeah, Abrams. So you could slot him in at <laughs> second. Third... What like, about third base? We have Con- Candelario. Could you slot well, could Candelario play first? I don't I don't know. I don't know a lot about him. Just, but just you could slot Jeter Downs at second since the biggest concern with Luis Garcia outside of, you know, him striking out 24 seven is uh, his glove is terrible. So if you just have him focus on hitting, that wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Dieter Downs is obviously he needs to develop a little bit in his sample size last year in the major leagues. It was horrible. Uh, He had 19 batted balls on 174 pitches and zero of them were barrels. Uh, Stevs, you missed last episode. We talked a little bit about like exit velocities and how predictive they are of future success. And uh, his was 82.9 on average, which is horrendous. Yeah. So obviously, like you hope the Nats can find something there, send him to a place over the winter where he'll develop a little bit more and he will get opportunities to see major league pitching. So given a year or two, he could be a functional everyday MLB player. Yeah, I mean, and that's really what the Nats need. The Nats need just players that can come in and play day in and day out and be somewhat competent and competitive, right? Yeah. I love um, how um, we had, like, huge signings and everything, and then we kick it off with Jeter Downs. Um, obviously, Carlos Correa, uh, he did sign with the Mets for 12 years, $315 million. Uh, the wow. Mets payroll is going to be over $500 million. That's including tax. But they're doing all this just to finish second in their division. I, I still don't I, know if they're better than the Braves. I, I don't, I don't, oh God. Um, 
I don't know if they're better than the Mets. I definitely think because I was the one that was saying I would still take the the Phillies over the Mets. I think I said they needed like one or one or two more pieces. I definitely think they got that one piece in Carlos Correa. So I definitely think the Mets are better than the Phillies now. Um, uh, it's I don't like it. I definitely know Tom doesn't like it, but it, it the AL or the NL East is going to be. <laughs> The NL East is definitely going to be a very competitive division. At least the top three will be. The Marlins and the Nats are just going to be atrocious, like always. Dude, if the Marlins had like a Steve Owen esque, Steve Owen, Steve Cohen esque owner, like they would be so freaking good because they already have the pitching core. Yeah, they just need they just need the bats. Like if they had signed Trey Turner, I would say it'd be it'd be a little more interesting. But he went to the. I genuinely the don't think they've done anything this offseason. I don't think they have. I. From what I can recall, I they have interest in maybe a couple here and there, little right. pieces. Yeah, interest doesn't get them on their roster, though. I, I think yeah. they DFA Jesus Aguilar. That's about the only Marlin move I can think of. They signed Chichi Gonzalez to a minor league contract. Chichi, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just scrolling through. Oh, they made the trade with the Mets, where they traded Eliezer Hernandez and Jeff Brigham for. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was one. Um, they DFA'd Nick Nider. Um, <laughs> they haven't done anything, and this is a team that's on. They they're not too far from being a wild card contender. There's no chance that they will ever be a division contender, given the three other teams in that division. But they weren't. They're not far. It's just they've gone in the other direction because they haven't done anything, and the other teams have gotten better. A team that's also gotten better. That's actually really interesting to talk about. Is the Chicago Cubs? Dansby Swanson goes to the Cubs. The Cubs they get some of their quick Christmas wish, but you'll hear on Tuesday the rest of the transactions as we go in to our Christmas wishes for every team. Where do you guys want to kick it off? Uh, let's start in the AL East. I feel like that's a good division to start things off in. Uh, starting with the Yankees, um, you know you got Judge, you got Rodon. Um, owner says. He's not done yet. The GM says he's not done yet. I think there's a big deal coming. I think they're going to get Brian Reynolds. I think they're going to make a trade for Brian Reynolds. And I think that's their Christmas. I think that should be their Christmas wish. They're going to lose a lot of prospects, but I think getting a player like Brian Reynolds, especially in a very small ballpark, he's going to be hitting 35 home runs a season. (laughs) What? Would you think a package would be for Brian I, Reynolds though for the Yankees? I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna step in here real quick. I know we talked about it on a prior episode. If you guys you know go back, where the Yankees have so many shortstops, and I think you can easily. I know they have O'Neill Cruz, but you can easily go and you know flip one of them to second. And I think at one of those minimum has to be in the deal. He has a lot of control, right? I believe hmm? he has a O'Neal lot of control. Cruz? No, 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 no. Uh, Reynolds. Three years. Three years Including, now. like, it's 2023, 4, and 5, and then he's a free agent. Could you think Jason Dominguez in a trade? Yeah, I could 100% see that. Um, I mean, I'm... it's it's a center field switch hitter for another center field switch hitter who's already developed and become an all-star in the game, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. I was also thinking on the along the lines of prospects, but I was more so thinking that either Peraza or Volpe comes up and is good because they've passed up on 10 superstar shortstops over the past two off-seasons in hopes that these guys are going to be something. So if I'm a Yankees fan, which Aiden is, they have to be something. <laughs> they, they do, yeah. No, I, I'd agree, you know? 
I gotta get like a Yankees shirt or flag or something. You yeah, know? we gotta get you a Yankees shirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what what are we saying? The wish of the New York Yankees is Brian Reynolds or some productive shortstops. I mean, I don't know. I was Aiden, thinking Judge, Judge, not to be as good as last year, but like we can't have Judge just falling off. Like not falling off, but like you know, like going back down to thirty, thirty ish home runs. I would like say I, just let him be healthy. Have a healthy season. Yeah, like, yeah. we can. Yeah, I, I think that or I think what Brad's saying is also right. I think the Yankees just need to see a new face on the team, whether that's a young guy or um, well, Brian didn't, Reynolds. Didn't they have two come up last year, I believe? They had Cabrera, who's had probably going to see more outfield time. And yeah. Peraza came up at the end of the year. But C- Cabrera looked good, correct? Solid. In the field. In the field, in the field he looked, good. yeah, amazing. But, okay. Yeah. So I think our consensus is the Yankees need to see a new face. That's their big thing. They need to see a new face of not face of the franchise since they did just name Aaron Judge as their captains, but a new kind of secondary player in in Cabrera or in Volpe or whatever, or in Brian Reynolds if they go out and trade for him. Uh, but yeah. with that, let's 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 go into our next team. Uh, let let's go with the the Red Sox. Where are you guys feeling there? Since they're the Yankees' rival, um, uh, <laughs> I think this is going to be one of the harder teams. Personally, I, I, I was actually just going to say healthy Chris Sale. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, yeah, you, there's not much direction. You lost JD. You lost Bogarts. Um, I, I would say lo- they I would traded say... JT for Justin Turner or JD for JT, and then. Yes. I think Eric Hosmer. I think the absolute necessity for the season and the absolute Christmas gift they need is extending Devers. I think you can't let him get the free agency. I think that's the mm-hmm. most important thing the Red Sox have to do. I hundred percent agree. With that. Maybe like a a time portal to go back to like the early two thousands. Two thousands. Why not just twenty eighteen? Like, like yeah, literally twenty eighteen. Well, but if you look like two thousand, like in the early two thousands, they won what three World Series from two thousand to two thousand seven. No, they won two thousand four no. and two thousand seven. And then 2013 and then 2018. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. No, I think I think the consensus just has to be roughly, yeah, health in it. Yeah, lock them well, down. I, for me, I literally just wrote a direction. Yeah. Because they can't just keep doing this back and forth, trading away their good players for prospects, and then trading their prospects for half decent players. It's not. It's not going to work that way. I'm bloom. They, they didn't even leave. They didn't even trade bogarts they just let him walk so yeah well they, they are going to get draft pick compensation for him so there's something there um yeah um but with another team that they might be competing with is the baltimore orioles and honestly i think it would just be like a good year from the rookies like some of them graduated like gunner henderson grace rodriguez adley rutschman like yeah I healthy think... good rookies yeah, just production from the young guys. That's all I wrote for that one. I mean, it's pretty simple, especially on a team that's relying so heavily on the young that, guys. I think just getting production out of them. That yeah. was that was starting pitching. Um, I feel like they they need starting pitching so bad. Mm-hmm. And even if it's inside the organization and you get it, like you guys said, and somebody in Grayson Rodriguez, or if it's somebody out of the organization that you bring in, uh, you you just need pitching. So, agreed. Uh... I was I definitely agreed like the rookies need to perform and if they are performing and they're close to a playoff spot I think they definitely need to make a splash at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like the Baltimore Orioles if they play how they did after the month of May or like the end of May through the rest of the year, they 
that's a playoff contending team. It's just they need the supplemental pieces to push them over the edge to actually make the playoffs this time. Um, a team that made the playoffs, but barely, the Tampa Bay Rays, it's so hard to tell. Like even when we do our predictions and like our profile of this team before we go into the year, I don't know like what any of these players are going to be. Like they're going to have Guy Gyerson come up and have an 800 OPS against left-handed pitching, and he specifically hits fastballs only. Like I don't know how to interpret the Rays, so I'm going to go with like their owner winning the lottery or something, so they can get a little bit more money. Um, yeah, I mean, I would just say a healthy Wander Franco season. I feel like that's a little um, more realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I honestly also had no idea where to go. I just I just put a new ballpark. I was gonna say like, relocate like, something. Yeah. I feel like if you're a fan of the Rays, you just don't want to sit in Tropicana Field anymore. So, I I, I put new ballpark. I, they were kind of all over the place for this. I mean, there you can go anywhere with any team. To be honest, like. <laughs> You can go with the Blue Jays, who obviously they're in Canada, so you can't really do much about relocations, and they don't really need to. Rogers Center is a great place. Fans love there. Like, obviously, postseason gets ridiculously loud. Um, but it gets loud enough just for them to blow a lead because their pitching wasn't good enough. I would say they need Gossman and Manoa to repeat and Bassett to be what Bassett is and Barrios to recover. Like, good starting pitching. I feel like that's a lot, though. No, I well, think I think all you got to say is just Barrios getting out of his slump because, honestly, the other guys have been a lot more consistent throughout their careers. I mean, Gosman came out of nowhere because the Giants developed him. Great development, by the way. Come to the Giants. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, uh, I think Barrios just needs to come back. I, I, he needs to come back to his form on the Twins. He just hasn't looked like himself in years or just a year. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah, and <laughs> I mean, all, all, all he has to do is just go back to that, and you have four – top level pitchers again i mean brios was very good on the twins I, I feel like we all forgot just because of how horrendous he was last year so i think having one guy at the bottom produce it's, it's going to make a difference uh i was right there with pitching i just put higher quality bullpen arms like i feel like if they have pitching they're they're definitely a deadly team in any division yeah pitching Pitching, yes. Pitching. pitching let's and uh, I think we can honestly just put pitching. Like, either you need depth or you yeah. need, I mean, your guys to be healthy or, you know, for a comeback Good. season. So I, I think instead of just putting, you know, all those different things, just pitching. <laughs> they need help in all of it. Yeah, well, that's fair. That is true. But a team that does have good young pitching as we go to the AL Central is the Cleveland Guardians. They do got a lot of young guys over there. Tom's guy, Emmanuel Classe, is over there. What do we want for the Cleveland Guardians? What's their Christmas wish? Is repeating an option? Just growing off of last year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think for me, I had just kind of stayed true to what made them good this last season. That's what I put. I like literally, if you make any go out and make any crazy trade deadline moves or try and switch up your game plan, I think it's going to hurt them in the end. Like they just signed Josh Bell, which I think was an incredible signing. So. I'm excited to see them this season. That's bias. Uh, and Brad is <laughs> is um is Daniel Espino coming up this season? He's supposed to come up this year, and I think that would be a really big move for them. I think I think a breakout from Daniel Espino would probably push them over the edge because that's that is really good starting pitching. I think they more need to worry about the offense's production though, because they're not like a huge heavy slugger team. They're like a contact, no strikeout team. Um 
I would almost go along the lines with Stevs. Like you need Josh Bell to be a slugger. Like you need him to be a Jose Ramirez. Obviously not to that degree because he can't. But like that style of baseball where he's hitting doubles and home runs, not just striking out and barely putting the ball in play like he did with the Padres at the end of last season. I I was gonna say just development. Like from all those young guys, just see just continue to see improvement from all of them. Just you know, if you can see improvement from all of them. Uh, the team's only just going to get better, especially nice. after last year. If you see improvement this year from the young guys, you're just going to be better. All right, so where are we falling? I, I think I think I agree with the bats producing more because, I mean, the pitching is just so dominant. It's not going to change that much. So I think getting more production out of the bats is what they need. I agree, and they already have good pitching. Like, their pitching this year is really good, and they do have the young guy coming up, so – all right, but now moving on to a more, more of a question mark in the AL Central. Uh, I think more of a question mark in the entire MLB, that being the Chicago White Sox. Um, where do we stand on this, guys? I don't know. For me, it was a change in culture. That's what the White Sox need. And with LaRusso out as manager, I definitely think that's going to happen. But I think we said it in our recaps of the of the or of the AL Central. The White Sox were just such a terrible team to watch because it didn't look like they had fun out on the field. So, with a change in culture, I definitely think, it, I definitely think it'll be, it'll be beneficial to the White Sox this upcoming season. I agree with that. I think um, having more than just Dylan Cease healthy also would be right there. Like you need Lance Lynn to be healthy and return to form. Well, he well, he kind of did down the stretch. Um, Lucas Giolito to not suck. That happened last year. Um, and you just, excuse me, you need Michael Kopech to return to something. Like, I, I really worry about that starting rotation. And they're apparently shopping Liam Hendricks. So, like, maybe not do that. Um, yeah, I mean, the Mets, you have crochet, baby, the Mets. You have, you have crochet coming back, right? Uh, he's supposed to come back mid year. So, I, I think you have to hope that all the pitchers that have seemingly all dealt with injury on this rotation and bullpen to just return to their form and not deal with injury. I don't think even returning to form, I think just getting innings out of these guys would be the most important thing for them. I think having a healthy pitching rotation and bullpen is the most important thing. And maybe, maybe as a backup present, like a secondary is finding a backup, like a replacement for Jose Abreu, maybe a Trey Mancini type of deal. Um, but you can um, always move Andrew Vaughn yeah, first. That's, that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. You can always move Andrew Vaughn. Uh, no, I'm with Stessia, change of culture. I felt like when I personally, when I went to the White Sox game, they were like this, just the fans were like almost off the culture. The, I know that sounds weird, but they were, they were the most together I've ever seen them in the game was when they were booing the coach. Like that's how they got together was booing the coach. Like, it wasn't through, you know, uh, hitting a home run is not when they got more excited. It's when, you know, when he pulled out their pitcher after having, like, a no-hitter, and the the very next at-bat, he gave up a hit, and the whole place just, like... And so I think if you just have a good head coach that the fans like, the players like, everything, it, it'll be just more of a better environment, and I think they'll feed off of it. Because th- that place was dead when, like, <laughs> there wasn't much going on, but it just it, it didn't seem like a fun place to be at at the time. I, I could agree with that, and I think I think that a good environment would would make the difference in this team because you saw that they were good when they had a good environment. 
obviously they still had Tommy LaRusso, but like they had more confidence, but I don't think they, I think they lost that with last season. I think with a new coach, you kind of have to hope that their gift is, you know, getting that spark again, finding that confidence again. And I think they'd be really productive with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so transitioning to that division, right. We have the guardians are obviously kind of the favorite right now. The White Sox should be there, but then kind of falls off. Surprising the AL mid falls off. The Minnesota Twins, um, honestly, and they might not, they might get Carlos Correa at this point if he fails the Mets physical. Um, I, I don't know what the Twins are doing at all. They haven't done anything. They signed Joey Gallo. Um, if I went with anything, it would be we keep saying this, but freaking starting health, starting pitching stays healthy. That's um, just a pro- problem in LB. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. It's the injuries are just wild nowadays, and it's it's terrible to see. And it's in every sport. It's not just baseball, but yeah. I mean that or Gallo goes back to what Gallo you know was you know like him, yeah. his prime. He he gets a stint of that and. You ship them at the deadline. Yeah, that's that's I mean, what I had wrote down. I said I just, hey, you need Joey Gallo to be a good flip piece. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the only bat they picked up this offseason, right? And I I think they don't want to admit it, but I think they're rebuilding. I mean, I think they're like, doing like an active rebuild. Yeah, like yeah, kind of like, like what doing a like, retool. Kind of like I think what the Cubs did is you know doing, and you know we'll see. Maybe they make a, maybe they make a big splash next offseason if they want to do what the Cubs are doing? I don't know. I mean, you saw that they definitely had the money to throw around. They threw $280 million at Correa. So that's saying, hey, we have $28 million we can spend somewhere. And yeah. they did that in the form of Joey Gallo. Um, so I think I'm in agreement with Gallo returning to good. Yeah. Um, and then there's the Tigers and the Royals. Which one do you guys uh, want to wish the Tigers. For? Okay, we'll go with the Tigers. All right, Aiden, what's your, what do the Tigers want for Christmas? Honestly, just the youth to uh, I know I said this for I know I said this for the last, for the last team, uh for a team, you know, previous. For the youth to develop. I mean, you you know, you have guys like Torkelson and um, you know, um Green. I just just for them to develop, I think, is the biggest thing. They're not gonna they're not gonna be good. They're not gonna be competitive. Um, but just just for their you know just for their youth to just develop and show something. For for me, I don't care what the Tigers do this season. All I care about <laughs> is that Miguel Cabrera has a proper send off for his final season. The only thing that matters for the Tigers this year. That's yeah, all they can them, do. That's, that's <laughs> literally all they can do. The Tigers have nothing right now. They need Torkelson to be something. That's literally it. But if if Miguel Cabrera has a somewhat good send-off this season, I'll call their season a success. Not nay, but a success. I think you're looking for bounce backs from like five or six players. I mean, you need Javi Baez to start producing. You need Spencer Torkelson to start producing. I mean, <laughs> what were you about to call him? <laughs> no, 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 nothing. nothing. Um, sorry, just a nickname outside of, you know. Anyways. You need a lot of players in this team that make a bounce back. And I don't know if it's it's a coaching staff adjustment or like a out-of-baseball adjustment, but I think the most important piece on this team that needs to spark them is Spencer Torkelson, um, just because he was the big hype, the big hype man, you know, and you really need him to do well. And he doesn't. Brad, what are you thinking? 
I agree with Aiden. Um, youth needs to develop. Like Riley Green, he came up and was good at first, and then he came back to Earth very quickly, and then below Earth. Um, hopefully Casey Mize and you know the starting pitching becomes something because they, they haven't. They haven't stayed healthy. They haven't been good. Um, this is a failed rebuild, and uh, I guess they're hoping it doesn't fail. <laughs> the the other thing that I had wrote down is just like a a time machine back to when they had Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer and and all of those guys, but that's not possible. So no time machines, no time machines, no time machines allowed. Sorry, go back to 2019 for all time, always. And then for all time, always the Royals who are stuck back in time because they haven't developed analytics yet. Now, um, Bobby Witt breakout. Yeah, I don't. I, I, yeah. I, mine was around prospects. So I was like, just accumulate more prospects, try and flip guys at the deadline or something. Um, they have three guys that are slated for twenty twenty five coming up, but. I think the Royals are so desperate for like a main character. You know, every team's got a main character, and they really push the narrative that Bobby Witt was that guy. And I think they just have to he he has to kind of prove himself. I mean, he did last season; he's very productive. He but did I think very he needs well. to. I think in order to be like the star, like the big name, like the face of a franchise, um, he's got to do a little more. And I think he'll break out next season. And I think that's Elder what they Bird need to have. Aiden, what are you thinking, though? Ah, I I guess Witt. I mean. Or we could go, you know, just flip guys at the deadline. Bobbert but breakout. But yeah, the, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like those are the two consensus. It's 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 Bobby Witt playing better than he played last I, year, or yeah. on par at least, and flipping guys at the. But deadline. I feel like, like flipping like guys are gonna or something like that. They're gonna flip guys at the deadline regardless. So I feel like I don't yeah. know if you would really call that like a a wish. It, I mean, it's so so how I thought about these were it's you're a fan of that team. What would you like to see them do? You would want to see Bobby Witt play better, and you would want to see them flip guys to try and get more prospects because they're not gonna win a World Series this season. It's not gonna happen. No way. What? All right. Now transitioning from one of the worst teams in baseball to arguably, if not the best team in baseball. The Houston Astros, I gave them coal in, in a sock. That's what that's all I get. That, that's what they get. That's all they got. I'm sorry. Um, I I mean, just, that's not a terrible one, but I would uh, um I I went with going back to back. That's that's really all the Astros can do at this point. Agreed. <laughs> I can't say there's nothing else, else to about, talk yeah. about on these guys. I mean they're just really good. It's annoying. Yeah, it is. But a team that should be much better than they are, but aren't, are the Angels. So I, f- I found funny about this team is like every simulation I've seen of like MLB the show, they always make the playoffs. Because they have two of the greatest players yeah, of our that, generation. Yeah, except they But they suck. suck. Yeah, honestly, no, I don't think they suck right now. They, instead of having lower tier players, they have mediocre players, and that is much better than lower tier. And they have Trout. They have Otani. I think Mike Trout being healthy is their wish. I would agree. Um, overall, they just need to play, just play confident. They've had a pretty decent offseason, in all honesty, but they just need to play better. They, they For me, it was make the playoffs. That's what you need to do. You need to make the playoffs. I think I, I this is doesn't even relate to Trout or Otani. I think they just need to get production out of the mediocre guys. Like they just need to get production around these guys. They're always going to be good. They're always going to be good. It's just 
the players around them that are not going to be good. Like you have to, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think, I think that if you can get production from Hunter Renfro, if you can get production from Brandon Drury, if you can get production from Patrick Sandoval and a breakout season from Reed Detmers, that is an entire list. I'm sorry. Uh, big Christmas wish. Um, but you gotta, yeah. So what would it like? What's your, what's your wish? Yeah, what's yeah. Your wish? <laughs> I'm so confused. Just production from the, the, the everyone, the, the, no, uh, production everyone, the whole from, team. Anyone the, the not lo- okay. named Mike? Okay, you know, you know, no, 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 no. Brad, you remember that? That's got, that's got you pulled up with um the Angels, the first three batters in the last six. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, need production the last from the last six. six. Okay. You need the production from the last six. All right. Even even from more than half of their team. I was just gonna say what Brad said. If you can get at least like a, I'm just gonna say an 162 season from Trout. Obviously, you don't, you know, like just but a healthy season where. I mean, when was the last time he had a fully healthy season? 2019. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't make the playoffs. That's, well, that's they, my argument. They, I don't want to drag this the, on, but like, I, we've, we've seen this before. We've seen a full season from Chad Otani. What we haven't seen is production from the bad guys. So I think if you even get like 140 games, 130 games out of Trout, you will still have a much better team. Uh, I think. I think if you look – yeah, that's what I'm saying. Drury's going to be good. I think Drury's going to be the thing that pushes him over. Is Rendon supposed to be healthy by opening day? Yes. Yeah. So, and again, it's just keeping your stars healthy at this point. And I, I don't know if the, um, I don't know if the Angels can have can do that. In all honesty. But with that, let's go into the Seattle Mariners, a team that did make the playoffs last year and are primed to do it yet again after acquiring Teoscar Hernandez. What is our Christmas wish for the Seattle Mariners young and up-and-coming team? Per- personally, I'd go Jared, uh, Jared Klenick. If if we can just get a productive season from him, he doesn't have to be a star. He doesn't need to be a superstar, just anything. If we can get anything from him, I'll be happy. I, I 100% agree. I think if Kelnick is at least a somewhat competent baseball player this year and can hit the ball opposed to swinging through it, um, it's that would definitely be very helpful. and. Definitely, I think also Julio Rodriguez just being healthy. He was kind of out for stints at the towards the end of last season, so assuming he stays healthy, they're definitely a deadly team. Yeah, I think I think Kelnick having like like because he's a power bat. He's not he's not going to be a contact bat ever. I don't think, but he hits bombs in the minors, not in the pros. But if he can get to a point where he's this later bat in the lineup that pitchers can still be scared of, because he's never going to make his way up into the top three probably. But if he's like the seven or six or seven batter in the lineup and he's still hitting like nukes, he's in like 30 home runs, he will – I mean, actually, 30 is a high number too. I mean, you can hit like 20 home runs, and that's still production. That's still better than what we're getting right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I would agree Kelnick is the most important piece right now just to make the biggest leap. How are you yeah, feeling, Brad? I'd say just if Kelnick turned out better, I'd give him depth at the DH spot as well because they do have a plethora of outfielders. Um, obviously, they trade away Kyle Lewis but and uh, Jesse Winker to the Brewers. But I think Kelnick comes up and is either serviceable in the outfield or as a designated hitter, gives people time off. I think it'd be a really big step in the right direction for the Mariners. But I still think they have a lot of ground to get on the Houston Astros. Oh, I think we all do. (laughs) And speaking of ground to get on the Houston Astros, the Oakland Athletics. (laughs) That's a little bit further. They got to build a big city uh, or a new city. To get close to Houston, uh, they got to get out of Oakland. Yep, that is the new ownership. Thing. Go to I Vegas. Said, I agree? said Vegas. Go no, to no, Vegas. New, new ownership is the is the number one thing. They suck. They are uh, so bad. 
move to Vegas. That's that's what I that's what they need to do. You think if they moved to Vegas with the same ownership, they'd still they they wouldn't still be bad? I think they'd get I mean, better. With if it most most of the times if you move, you also sell the team. So it's it's one and two. Oh, you got the combo together. move. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I don't, I don't one, two think. Punch, really. I guess I don't think they'll sell. I think that's a good like wish, and I you know so I. You got to get new faces in there in the office, front office. I agree. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. And so a team that's going for uh, an approach, nonetheless, is the Texas <laughs> Rangers. Um, obviously, they acquired DeGrom, and I think it revolves around DeGrom. If they have any amount of success, are we in consensus that it is DeGrom, it, DeGrom has to stay on the field? I, I was yes. going to say healthy, yes. just from all their pitchers. Especially DeGrom. I mean, that's a difference and maker. Also, yeah. if Jack Leiter can come up I mean, in a year or two and be good. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's probably going too. So kicking it over to the NL East, there's a lot that could go on in this division. Obviously, we have our two uh, other teams, and then there's the three contenders. Let's just get the others out of the way. Uh, Stevs, Aiden, the Nationals. It's got to be new ownership. <laughs> new ownership, new GM, new coaching, new front office. That's just overall what I would say. I honestly... So we've we've talked about it a bunch, and I don't dislike the Nationals right now. I definitely think we're a better ball club than we were at the end of the 2022 season. Does that mean we are a good ball club? No, but we are a definitely a much improved team. And with if C.J. Abrams can take a step up, we just got Jeter Downs. We talked about it. If uh, Luis Garcia can actually hit the ball, opposed to striking out 40 times and walking what he walked like once. Uh, I think he had four walks all season. He had four walks. If he can be competent, that's good. If Jimer Candelario could be anything, we could try and flip him at the deadline possibly. If we could maybe trade Victor Robles, that would be awesome. Um, I... Literally, we just need a new GM, a new owner. A new owner is the main thing. But yeah. Mike Rizzo probably has a vision. I kind of want to see that through. David Martinez and his coaching staff needs to go. It has yeah. to go. I think new ownership. I think we're all in agreement about new ownership. Um, I mean, personally, I'd love to see just some, you know, development from the guys that we got, you know, from the Padres and uh, some guys coming up from minor leagues and the pitchers, um, just to see them at least do, you know, well in the terms of, you know, first seasons from prospects. Um, but I think ownership is the main thing. And once ownership happens, then the GM happens. If it's stay or keep, then the coaches and then the players. So it all, I mean, it all starts from new ownership. Top to bottom. Uh-huh. What are you thinking, Tom? Are you kind of in the same agreement? I mean, you have so much pitching talent that needs to be developed. Um, I think that's, I mean, obviously you start from like, from the top down, like, but, but, if you don't get a pitching coach soon, you're going to be wasting the talents of Josiah Gray, Kate Cavalli, Mackenzie Gore. They're all going to be gone. They're not going to be good. And then they're going to go to a team like the Giants and they're going to become super good. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to go to the Giants. I know that for a fact. Yeah, if they're, they going to do, the, they're going to go to the Rays. They're, yeah. they're going to fail their physical. You tell me. This guy. <laughs> oh, Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa. Common Giants L. Common. Hey, all I'm saying <laughs> is that I think I think you need more analytics-based uh, which well, I mean, again, up. again, they did and open it comes, up a lot of. It comes from ownership. A lot of, pro, a lot of open. There was a lot of job openings for in the analytic or analytics over the course of the Washington Nationals front yeah. office. Yeah. Next up, go. 
the Miami Marlins. All they have is pitching. What's next? They have not done anything. <laughs> they are a terrible team. Um, Do they have a bat? No. They haven't gotten any bats in the offseason. There's a lot of bats on the market this offseason, and they didn't get any of them. I think maybe you could try and snag a late guy like um, like Conforto or like Mancini or something. Like, I, I mean, those are the only guys that are still available. Like, what, what are they doing? For me, I was, I was thinking just keep slowly building. You got to buy time for um, – like, cause right, we have we talked about it. We have the big three. It's the Braves, the Mets, and the Phillies. Those are the big three that are in contention for the foreseeable future, right? If you keep buying your time, eventually their stars are gonna start falling off. They're gonna come out of their prime, and that's when the Nationals and the Marlins, I think, are gonna be really, really competitive. But what about the Marlins of now? They've got Sandy. They've I got just Pablo. I'm just saying keep building like they're they're entering their prime right now so in a couple years they'll be mid prime and the phillies and the phillies and the mets will probably be falling off the braves are eternally good and i hate it but <laughs> he's saying just keep on throwing the just keep stones doing down. keep doing what you're doing i don't yeah. think as they're super duper far off they need a lot of bats of course but their pitching is very good I was just going to say acquire some bats. That, that's yeah. what I was going to say. You got to acquire bats. You, you're running out of time. You can't waste. I mean, obviously slow rebuild, but like Sandy's a guy that can last a long time out there, but he can't last a long time with his contract. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to be gone. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd say they're running out of time though. Like they have so many pitching prospects. Like they're running out of time with Sandy and Sandy can't last forever. And Pablo, yeah. Um, but now moving on to the three-headed monster of the NL East, uh, let's start with who I think is going to be the worst of the three, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. Yep. Uh, who do we think, or what do we think they need? Um, I Harper to come back healthy. So no, for me personally, I think they need to trade Trey Turner to the Washington Nationals. I think it's really the best move for the organization. We'll give them Jeter Downs and that's about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no I but agree. actually, yeah, Harper, Harper, healthy. That it's 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 he is yeah. the face of the franchise, and he needs to be healthy. Yeah, I mean, you saw what happened when he when he came back last year. Um, I mean, when he was there, he got hurt, and then he came back. When he was there, they were good. When he left, they sucked. When he was there, they were good. They had some ups and downs. Brad, don't give me that look. I mean, they treaded water pretty well without him. They treaded. Yeah, they did. They survived. Survive. Yeah, they just they just made it, you know. Um, but that the Bryce Harper being productive. And I think the reun the reun the like the reunition of, oh my god the reunion the reunion of Bryce Harper and Trey Turner, um, I think having Bryce back with Trey Turner the reunion it's gonna be it's gonna be something special. I think when he comes back over the summer, I think it's gonna be a big difference. Um, are we all in consensus here? I, yes. I definitely, I think we're all yeah. this is it's Bryce Harper. It's got to be Bryce Harper. He is the face of the franchise. But let's move on to who we all, I think we're all in consensus, will be second place in the NL East. My, the New York Mets. Metropolitans. The Metropolitans. What is our Christmas wish for the New York Mets? A bag of coal as well. A bigger one than the Astros, I will say. A $500 million bag of coal. I hate the Mets. They all about the Mets, baby. The Mets, come on, here, 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 run down. I don't, I don't know if this is good for baseball, but um, I, I don't know what else they need. They, they need nothing else. They're fine. 
Um, in fact, let's take people away from him. Let, yeah, Correa back to the Giants. I was actually going to say I was hoping that Carlos Correa play 162 games. That would be even more annoying. I my wish is that he he, he um, Tom, watch your words. <laughs> that he has a great year as a as a as a New York Met. Good job. And that <laughs> and that he really shows improvement from his last seasons and doesn't make the Giants front office regret it. This was, was going to make you sponsored regret. by. I, I... <laughs> A healthy starting I, rotation. Uh, that's that's yeah. what I was going to say. Need, yeah, you need the tandem of Scherzer and Verlander to be able to last 162 games. Yeah, I think but I think last one. Yeah. Especially only especially with a long with a, with an older starting rotation, I think having those guys be healthy is the most important thing they need because yeah. they have the depth in the in the rotation. They have a very good starting five, but they're all old, so they I all mean, could get just, injured. Just so. look at last year. I think they were the they were the unhealthiest team, right? The Rays, the Rays. Yeah, the Rays but they, 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 they were, they were like top five though, and I think more like the pitching, yes, but also the lineup too needs to stay healthy. They don't have the most depth, do they? I know uh, they've been sign. I know they've been signing pieces here and there, but I wouldn't say you have the most depth, but they're pro. They're probably up there. Yeah. Uh depth though. Braves, right? God, I hate the Braves. Let's go Braves, my favorite team in the NL East. Um, definitely better than the Nationals, that's for sure. The Braves, they just need. I think it's Grissom to step up. And like, uh, yeah, because like Dansby's not yeah. an offensive juggernaut by any means. And I think that a bad, like an average Dansby Swanson year with like a little bit of regression in offense is achievable. By Von Grissom. Yeah, um, I I think I think just filling the gap left by Swanson is the most important thing they can do because they have a very complete lineup around them. I guess maybe you could go after Duvall, but he was also, you know, I, he was also struggling with injuries last year. I don't think he even played that much. So it's you're looking at a team. Is Soroka coming back as well? Yeah, he's supposed to be coming back. Duvall's a free agent, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying we could get yeah. Duvall back, or they, they could get. Wait. And and let's just make a quick segment here. Um, Stev's received the wrong shirt in the mail, <laughs> and it's a Spencer Strider T-shirt that says, "I'm your Huckleberry." Atlanta, what does this mean? What, what? we need what to know. <laughs> also, Breaking Tea sponsor us. They they make great T-shirts. They do. Uh, make I think we all we all have T-shirts, t-shirts from them. Go go Breaking Tea. Uh, for me though, I had um Acuna just coming back and actually being a hundred percent. I definitely don't think he was last season. And if he can come back under sent the Braves are a thousand times better. Aiden, what are you thinking? Yeah, no, nah, just uh what's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um just no Vaughn. I mean if he can be like you don't obviously with Dansby gone, you don't need him to be Dansby, but you just need him to be an effective filler in that position. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, the Braves don't have to take that many steps to repeat as division champs. And honestly, the Cardinals don't have to either. Are are we in agreement here that the Cardinals really don't have to do much to repeat as division champs? I don't think they do either. I think, I think you got some young guys coming up. I think the only thing you can hope for like a big Christmas present would be watching Jordan Walker play to his full potential. I mean, we talked about this last episode. I mean, there's a lot of young guys on that team that's going to be coming up, I believe next season or the season after. Um, But a more immediate reward 
would be going out and getting Nathan Yavaldi. This is the most specific move I can say. I think the Cardinals should do that. I think the Cardinals should pursue Nathan Yavaldi. He's the the biggest um, starting pitcher that hasn't signed yet. And for a team that we said really needed to sign um, starting pitching, I think I think Yavaldi would make sense, don't you think? Yeah, I I agree with that. I, I for me, I had two big things. It was or actually three big things. I said pitching, pitching depth. So again, Yavaldi covers that. Uh, making a deep playoff run just overall, you know, getting past the uh, first round. And then um, I had, with Walker coming up, I definitely think he'll help push them over that hump. Aiden, what are you feeling? Uh, they're kind of in a difficult, like, situation based on, like, their health. Because if they can stay healthy – in my opinion, they're a top five team in baseball. But yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. I really like the Cardinals this But we haven't honest. we haven't seen Jack Flaherty or just I'm just gonna say the pitching staff healthy for the majority of a season. Like and that's where their true potential will come out. They have the bats. We've seen it. We saw it last year having the top two MVP vote getters. Uh they have the bats. They just need the pitching to be healthy. And I think if the pitching can be healthy, they'll be good. So health. Uh, yeah. I was on, I was on the line of just Jack Flaherty specifically, like you saw what he can do when he has a full healthy campaign. And obviously they need starting pitchers to be healthy. And I think Jack Flaherty is the piece that they need to be healthy. Cause you saw Michaelis and Wainwright had the durability last year to give him 180, 190, 200 innings. Uh, if you can get Flair to 170, something like that, that'd be great for them. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I was just going to say 150 plus. Just You don't want to, like, obviously it'd be great for him, you know, to get 200 innings, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. Uh, I, mean I, I guess we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna shift here to the next team in the division. Um, This is a race between the Cubs and the Brewers now, but I want to go to the Cubs first. Um. A little confusing what what their plan was for the offseason. I mean, you lost Contreras, then signed Dansby, and then bought at the bought this this offseason. So it's like, what is their plan? Are they? I I don't I don't really know what the idea is behind this. I, um, but I mean, what else do you think the Cubs need to get? I I think they're not close to winning a division or really a playoff berth. Really, uh, any pitching third base yeah. too, pitching. Huh? It's Pitch, Marcus pitching. Stroman, Jamison Tyone, Keegan Thompson, Kyle Hendricks, and What's... that's it. Like don't Adbert Alzalai. Yeah, Alzalai. That's the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, they but he that, got pushed he... to the bullpen last year. Yeah, I think that might be better for him. For for me, I just said Bellinger to be good because if he is, you could either re-sign him or flip him and try and get pitching pieces for him. Uh, and I definitely think that's that would be very helpful for this kind of trying to short rebuild for the Cubs. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of confusion on the direction there, but I think I think Cody Bellinger with like a break. I mean, because at the deadline last year, you got Contreras and Hap, right? Yeah. And we all thought they were going to get traded, but none of them got traded. And then Contreras left, and we still ha- they still have hot Hap. So it's like. If if they weren't going to commit to Contreras, then they should have just traded him a while ago and then gotten more pieces for him. I, I don't know. I think they should have targeted or pursued Contreras more, don't you think? I'm honestly – I mean, yeah, they probably should have pursued Contreras more, but I'm not really confused in their direction. They're 
kind of i think they're trying to not retool i would say retool because they traded all their pieces they got a bunch of very good prospects back and then now they're kind of trying to sign these like dance response and cody bellinger and pull these pieces in that can help keep them afloat and possibly get them at least in the playoffs i don't know if they're better than the brewers right now but i definitely think they're in that competition for second place in the nl central absolutely um, do you think there's any like specific pieces they need to lock down, or do you think it's just talking about the players on the team? I think it was Stev's point of Bellinger to Bellinger. Yeah. Bring back to Bellinger. Bring back, I, I could agree with that. Back. I mean, or if they want to continue to spend money, you know, we could do something that you said the Cardinals should go out and get Tom. What about uh, Nathan Eovaldi? That would be yeah, cool. I think that makes like pit more I mean, more pitching. I mean, the next the next best thing on the pitching market is Corey Kluber. Um, who would not really fit their timeline, probably. I mean, he's 37. So I think I mean, yeah, Evaldi type pitcher. Marcus Stroman, which was kind of a questionable decision, in my opinion, last offseason. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Italian's also probably in his prime right now for another three years. Um, so I, I think I think they're all decent moves. I think I think having Cody Bellinger as the face of your franchise or, like, having that as your wish would make sense. Yeah, I can see that. Um. The other team that you just discussed, the Brewers, though, I feel like they're caught in the same cycle where every year we're just like, they just need another bat. They just need another bat. I'm not going to say they need another bat. They need an old bat to become the bat, and they need a bounce back of Christian Yelich. They need 2018-2019 Christian Yelich. Yeah, like that. That or, that or a Garrett Mitchell breakout season. I think he doesn't have as high of a ceiling as Yelich. I think he's more of like a speed threat, like a Corbin Carroll type guy. Um. But he still can be productive on the on the batting side of the field. So I think, I think if you're getting that production on the on the bases too, it, it would make a difference, especially with those power hitters in the lineup like Telez and uh, Adames. Like you can drive those runs in if Garrett Mitchell's getting on base every at bat. Um. So I think I think a breakout season from Garrett Mitchell or one of the big rookies would be a good thing for him. From I, I was right there. I think just a good solid bat. I really wanted them to get. I think I had had Abreu or Bell going there. I wanted to get one of them, and they didn't get either of them. I definitely think one of them would have definitely helped them overall. What do you What are you thinking, Aiden? No, I what Brad you know really pointed out is Yelich. If you can get the prime Yelich that we saw finish, you what top three in the MVP voting. If we can get that back, I mean, you guys are talking about getting a bat. No, am I am I wrong? Yelich no. won an MVP. Okay, so he finished top three. Um, <laughs> He's not wrong. No, but if if you can just get, you know, that back, you guys are talking about getting bats, you know, here, there. He is the bat that you already have in that organization that has kind of obviously plummeted. But if you can just get him back, I mean, that team's looking a lot better. Yeah, I agree. I think... I think the Brewers are at best a wild card team. I don't see them competing with the Cardinals for the division. The only way it happens is if the Cardinals have an extreme fall off, not the Brewers have an insane breakout. I, yeah, I, think I agree. Same time. Yeah. I think I think the NL Central is Cardinals, Cubs, and Brewers, and then the Pirates and the Reds. So the Pirates, though, they are fascinating. I feel like they've made a couple moves that might make them a little bit better, like very slightly. Like yeah. they got Carlos Santana, they got Austin Hedges, they signed um what's his name? Or they traded for Rockies. 
Connor Joe. Connor Joe. Uh, Connor Joe, yeah. Yeah. And O'Neill Cruz showed signs of life in the Dominican Winter League. Can Brian Hayes is solid. It's just they need they have Brian Reynolds, obviously. The G Man Choi. The G Man Choi trade. Yes. That was a little that yeah. was a <laughs> best trade. They just need I think like we say this for every team, but pitching. Like but they need like a pitcher. Like a pitcher that will be something productive. Hold on, when is Tamar Johnson's ETA? Because he is something else. Uh, I remember 2025, right? Yeah, he just came up. So I'm going to have to check that. 2025, um, I think, would be my guess. I don't know. I was thinking more of just overall development um, and seeing these big names continue to make these strides that they're making. Um, like, you know, just, I mean, everybody, honestly, in the organization is relatively young for the most part and just to see those guys make the next step is huge uh, i mean i think that's me. all they're looking out for this season too yeah. mine's gonna be a different one I, I i think mine mine had to do more with a um a, a care package coming in from the yankees in volpe or dominguez i think that that big trade package with the young guys coming up um, I, I think I think that's gonna make a difference because they don't have depth right now. They have some talent on the team now, which we're seeing. Um, but behind that talent, there's nothing really else behind it. So it's like, um, I I don't know. I think getting a trade package would be really good for them. I'm gonna change uh, my statement after Sevs goes. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, for me, I had either Dylan Cruz or Chase Dollander in the draft this upcoming year. That would be, if we're going along the lines of pitching-wise, I think they got to go Dollander. But as a Nats fan, I would like him more since the Nats have seven outfield prospects at this point. Um, but if they do want to go with Dylan, if they trade Brian Reynolds, I think Dylan Cruz might be the better decision. Um, I was going to go with Quinn Priester coming up and being effective later in the year. Like him having a good campaign in the minor leagues and coming up to be a competent major league pitcher. Like, I think that's kind of got to be something. Like, you're talking pitching, we're talking prospect. How about a pitching prospect doing well? Yep. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. I mean, we all have very differing ones. I think what they're missing right now is kind of like a, an abundance of, of young talent. I mean, they have a lot in that system, but actually, I don't know what they need. Well, I, I, they, think, I think a trade well, like that would be nice. That, that's why I just said, I'm just development with their prospects. I mean, is all you can ask for right now. I mean, all of them. Just to see like, to see the next step. Uh, the analogy for that's like, that's like getting a pencil eraser for Christmas, though. You know, like, that's boring. You want, you want like, some cool stuff. So, is that an eraser? <laughs> yeah, it's an eraser. That's why I put it up. Very cool. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think an interesting, very ballsy move would be to trade Brian Reynolds for a big trade package. But the safe bets are yes, developing the young guys, you know, letting it happen. Well, I, I think I think we'd all like to, you know, see them <laughs> trade, you know, and get get a good package. I think that'd be interesting and good for baseball. But you know, speaking of big trade packages, the Reds did get a very big trade package for Luis Castillo last year. And what would their Christmas wish this year be? I have no earthly clue. <laughs> they have no one else to trade away. I guess maybe like Hunter Green fixes his stuff, like his fastball shape improves. I mean, they just released Moustakis, so you can't even say that. I mean, yeah, Hunter Green, I guess. Ellie <clears throat> De La Cruz is coming up and Noel V. Marte is coming up next year. Noel V. Marte has not looked great. I just had stay on their path. 
because <laughs> they do have kind of those young pieces that could be something good. They're not making the wrong decisions right now, but they just are going to – it's going to take some time for the Reds to be competitive again. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, So that wraps up the NL Central, right? Yes, thank God. <laughs> All right, now it's time to move on to let, – let's get in our gamer positions. Here we go. So we're getting into uh, the NL West, which is going to be a lot more competitive. Uh, let's start with the Dodgers, who have teams. done absolutely nothing. They actually have done it. stuff. I'm they sorry. spent about I'm... as much money as the Giants. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> something that the Dodgers need to do um, is, is I think, developing a resistance to this fear of the playoffs. Because um, they're very scared of the playoffs, it seems. I, I, I think they're perennial. I mean, they're, they, they always make the playoffs. They just need to get over that hump. And what's stopping them? I have no idea. They're literally scared of the playoffs. Dave 2020 Roberts. Mickey Mouse 20 yeah I think Dave. I think Dave I think that's that, that's where I was going I think that the big thing that's blocking that that postseason performance is Dave Roberts he's a re- good regular season coach but I think it's time to move on because if you put if you put like a Kevin Cash out in Los Angeles you're looking at like a 170 win team out of 162 that's, by the way that makes no logical <laughs> yep. sense extra games I was just gonna say let the kids play like don't sign people they're gonna block the kids from playing Let's see what the prospects are. There's we're gonna have a lot of money to spend next offseason. Like Shohei Otani is a free agent. If gonna want to go for him, and there's gonna be other options. Let the kids play and extend Urias and Will Smith, please. For me, it's along the lines of something Brad said. Go after Shohei Otani. That is if if I'm a Dodgers fan, that would be something that I would want to see happen. Yeah, it's kind of like Otani in a Dodgers yeah. uniform. It's kind of like asking your mom to like say mom and dad to like save money for next year and then just buy you a huge present because <laughs> you're not get you're not getting anything this off season. But next season you're gonna next off season you're gonna get Shohei. I almost guarantee it's gonna happen too. Yeah. Um, the Dodgers are notorious for spending lots of money. Um, now the Mets have that title, but uh, I think the Dodgers are gonna reclaim that next next off season. I think they're gonna go big next off season. Yeah, I mean, if they, I don't know. Like this might be bad to say if they don't get Shohei next off season, like let's just say he leaves the Angels and goes to another team. I'm, I mean, so I think I show a show. Well, Shohei was my answer, is what I'm saying. So I think you need to go out either, maybe even at the trade deadline, go out trade some assets and go get Shohei. I I mean again either either one would be good. Like if you go out and trade for Shohei you could try and re-sign him but if Shohei wants to come to I'm not even going to say if Shohei wants to come to the Dodgers then he's going to go to the Dodgers but a team that everybody hates the San Francisco Giants I'm going to go first my Christmas wish for them if I was a Giants fan which I'm not and thank God for that um, it's just to sell get rid of your pieces at this point like they're just no like Could you trade suck. Jock Peterson? I would trade Jock Peterson. Someone would trade for him. Someone would trade for That's him. That's what I'm and saying. Mitch I think, I think... And if Sean Maniah can amount to something. Yeah. They screwed themselves. We've said this. They've screwed themselves by not trading at last deadline. And then they struck out twice. They had Aaron Judge for seven minutes. Washington, they had Carlos Correa for six, oh. minutes, for six days. Yeah, the Washington Nationals had a greater future than the San Francisco Giants right now. 
They learned how to sell their players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Giants need to. Yeah. They learned how to let down their fans. Go Giants. You just baby. you just you lost, lost Aaron, you lost Aaron, Aaron Judge and Carlos, and Carlos Correa. Correa in the matter of seven minutes and six days. Let down days the fans much. How many days did you have Correa Stavs? Zero. Because I That's what I'm Carlos saying. Correa. That's why we're the best team in the league. I had Trey Turner for multiple years and we won a championship with him. I had Trey Turner. We didn't run with him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, who eliminated you with him though? Um, who both, both won the division? Them. Who won the division with them? And who, who... lost? Yeah, you guys. We won the division. How does five hundred smell? Lost in the champ- okay, so in. the San Diego <laughs> Padres, another team that everyone hates. Um, I think that they need Juan Soto to be back to form. That or uh, a little bit more starting pitching depth, because as we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. Right now, it's really just Musgrove, Darvish, and Snell. There's not much past that. Um, honestly, like a Kluber name, something like that. Even like a Granky or Rich Hill, someone that's just going to get some innings for them and not be too too costly. Yeah, I think I think similar to Brad. I mean, not like a not like a actually I agree with Juan Soto, but I think another player that's looking for a bounce back is Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, obviously coming back from the whole situation. Um, he had a lot of time to prepare. So I really I'm hoping that he does well. I don't know if he will be as good. Um, you know, the ring room treatment. Yeah. And it, it's annoying. Like, I, I don't know. I guess the, the wish list for the Padres should be that the clubhouse presence and the clubhouse vibe does not get thrown off. Because I remember in 2021, the Padres had a lot of tension in the dugout, like outside of baseball. Machado and Tatis weren't getting along. They were losing a lot of baseball games. You kind of have to hope that that internal collapse doesn't happen this season. It didn't happen last year. They stayed more consistent. But I think to make, ensuring that everyone has a good relationship with each other, it's not like you don't have to be friends, but like they have to be cool with each other. Not not the way that Machado and Tatis were in 2021. I think that's what they need. That's their wish because they're all good ball players. So my wish revolved around both of those players. When Tatis comes back, he is some is is at least a competent baseball player on both sides of the ball. And Machado not to leave during next free agency and opt out of his contract, which I definitely think he will. I don't I don't know. He's definitely gonna opt out of his contract because he can probably deserve more money. Um but overall I think the Padres need Tatis to be good and Manny Machado to not leave. And there's a new face on there, um, Xander Bogarts, who is notorious for his hugs. I think that's going to be really good for that 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 left side of the um the left side of the infield, you know, the Machado Bogarts type of uh relationship. Tatis, Tatis is going to be outfield, right? Yeah, yeah, he's going to go to left, yeah. I think, or right field. I mean, left. right field, Soto and left Grisham and center is the what yeah, was like recorded. For, for me, I just want to see maturity out of Tatis. Like if he can cuz if he can come back to the game and like be mature about it you know not doing anything stupid like tom just said you know we don't need to be fighting with teammates i know that was both of it but just and and that then goes into tom's the clubhouse you know presence you know if they can all have a good you know just to it then we'll be fine into the worst team in baseball not actually but just because they might have the least direction is the bat the backward frockies uh the Rockies are so unbelievably garbage. They haven't made a single move this offseason. They're not going to make any smart signings. 
Oh yeah, they traded Connor Joe. They traded Connor Joe away. Yep, and they got <laughs> Best a move. they got a relief pitcher who hasn't made it above A ball. Um, it's like a three something ERA in A ball. Would it almost be like new ownership? Uh, for for me, I just said direction again, like the Red Sox. They're just in a cycle of less than mediocre. Like, at at least like, I, I'm trying like at least I I can't even think of a team that's just been mediocre less that worse than mediocre for this long. I I, I literally can't like I was try I was gonna say the I mean the Pirates I guess, but even the Pirates were somewhat competent with Andrew McCutcheon. This just. I don't know what is happening. Um, I think they put like a like a cat in charge or something. Like like they just put a cat on a the mic. They're like, "Hey, make the moves for us." And the cat's not that he doesn't speak English, so he's not going to say anything. <laughs> they haven't made a single move in like a million years. What are they doing? They got the freaking they got the pets on the headset, you know, making the moves. <laughs> Rockies, like, what's happening? You know, I I, I don't know. That's like, I, I don't know who's making the calls for him. Actually, there's no one making the calls from. They're doing nothing. They just need to do something. I mean, even even teams like the Rangers, who are in a weirdly similar position with like some rookies coming up, they're doing something to like build around them. The, the Rockies are not, and they do have a good farm system coming up. So I guess that's the one thing you can hope for in the next couple of years. They do have a above average farm system now. I I was actually kind of surprised to see that. Um, but they could have the best farm system if they actually traded the pieces they should have traded. So I think a new a new ownership should be the number one. I honestly have no answer for this one. I, I'm so lost by them in their direction. I guess I'll go with Stevs and just say a direction, um, you know, just so that we can see something, but I, I have no answer. And lastly, a team that I am really looking forward to, the third-place Arizona Diamondbacks. No! Uh, <clears throat> yep. I mean, how's Correa helping your team right now? Um I- I honestly agree with Brad. I, mm-hmm. I it's 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 Giants pot or not Giants. It's Dodgers Padres. It's Giants Diamondbacks and then the Rockies. Basically, that's how you, boom boom. I'm just saying it's those two. Boom. Those two. The Rockies. <laughs> the Rockies. I I think the Diamondbacks are going to be really exciting this year. They're young. They're exciting. Um, Kyle Drew Lewis. Jones is still a couple years away, so that obviously won't make an impact this year. Maybe he'll be up September 24. Um, but Corbin Carroll returned, like be better. I think Cattell Marte really needs like a good return, a good, like re-breakout, a good bounce back. I think that'd be really good for them. Um, I think that's where they have to go. I think they're still a year or two away from like genuinely competing in the national league, but they're still better than the giants. And that's all that matters. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my Christmas wish as a Diamondbacks fan, uh, is for them to finish below the giants. And also, is to um I really liked watching uh Kyle Lewis's rookie campaign in 2020. I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be something else to see. I, I he hasn't really been truly healthy in a while. Uh, he hasn't looked like the same ball player in 2020. But in in 2020 when he came up, I really thought he was the next big thing. Um and they got injured. So I, I I think if you can go back to that level of production from Kyle Lewis, the outfield's loaded, the pitching staff is loaded. Um they have Joe Mantiply, but no one else in the bullpen. Um. I am right. I think I think that's that would be my my wish for them. I think they need to either see production out of Kyle Lewis or get one more bullpen arm, maybe like a, a veteran like Craig Kimbrell. Um, I I would put just see production out of the outfield. You have so many pieces in the outfield, and specifically Corbin Carroll. I think if if he goes out and wins 
if he goes out and wins, you know, rookie of the year, which I personally think he will, I think that's a huge step. And I think that's honestly, could you know, personally my wish for them. Uh, For me, it's just Drew Jones be the real deal. Like, if he can come up and be the player we kind of expect him to be, the Diamondbacks will be a very good ball club. Definitely better than the Giants. Do you have a wish for this year? I I mean, again, it's just kind of yeah. development and stuff like that. I, I it's just I, I didn't say it was for me how I did it is not just for this year, it's just overall. It's development, stuff like that. Also with Drew Jones's injury, you don't want him to continue to be injured, so that consists through this season. That's a that is quite the fair point. I think the Diamondbacks, they're going in the right direction. It's 100%. like they're genuinely improving. Um, any final thoughts on any wishes besides the Giants to be any sort of a franchise? The Giants suck. That's my final wish. Um, All right, you I'm heard it here, folks. Thank you for listening to the 4A podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week with two more episodes. If you if you want to interact with us at all, be sure to join us on Twitter or TikTok. We're posting more on YouTube, some shorter clips of our episodes. If you have enjoyed, please leave a rating, a review, or any suggestions. Be sure to share with a friend. Follow us on social media. All the links will be in the description. We will see you all next time on the 4A podcast. Peace.